Don't close your eyes and don't try to hide For a silly spook may sit by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When windows come out to socialize Welcome, foolish mortals. You have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Gritting Guys, Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. We are your ghost hosts this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Craig. Please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. And go ahead and pull down on those safety bars because we won't be doing that for you. Welcome to Milestone Episode 177, the first episode of a new year, guys. Happy New Year. It is the official new year this time, Matthew. 2020, I believe, is the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're here for it. We're 2020? Yes. I I wear contacts, so... Artificial? Yes, artificially 2020. Okay. (laughs) Guys, we do have a iTunes review here. That we want to share with you before you before you do that, Matthew. We'll give a few shout outs to some people who here in the last week have been at Disney. I'll, there's some still there right now mm-hmm. that are giving us some shout outs on uh, all of our social media. Uh-huh. Uh, we got Mama Hey Joe Law who's been down there with her daughter for a cheerleading competition. They were down there. We've got uh, yeah. She also became a galactic hero. I saw that. Mama Ooh, Hey Joe I Law. Saw that. Uh, Andrew, listener Andrew, who's been on the show, uh, he is, was down there as a coach for Lipscomb. High school was down there and decided to go over on New Year's Eve. Mm-mm. Yikes! Cool. Yes, you may have seen uh, some of those pictures on display on our social media pages. And then the ones that are there right now is Nick and Amanda, which they're what's their Twitter handle and all that, Matthew? Uh, li- Life between the magic. Yes, uh, there you can follow all their. Uh, adventures as they're at Disney currently. You know, I think they'll be home on Wednesday of this week. So we uh, want you to follow them and give them a, a look and all the things they're saying as they give us some shout-outs as well. Now, Matthew, what's on iTunes? iTunes uh, Apple, Review. Apple Podcast. Uh, Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. yes. This is from Disney Tax. Five stars titled Excellent Show. These three dads provide a lighthearted, fun, and thoughtful review of the Disney parks. Always an enjoyable listen on the commute to work. Hope the show on the what (laughs) on the commute to work. Hope the show continues for many more episodes. Cheers from another Disney World dad. Now, when he says many more episodes, he means like twenty something. Is that what he means? At least four more. (laughs) At least four more. And that uh, hopefully your commute is not long. Yes. 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 Relatively short. Was he talking about us? The show. It was a good show. I think so. Okay. I thought it's maybe clicked on the wrong one yeah, i don't know yeah. hey but today is not just a new year it's also a special special episode isn't it matthew a milestone as you would it say. is a milestone episode 177 what's so milestone-ish about it i believe for the first time we're talking disney cruises are Ooh. we not cruise control with hatbox hank that is the name welcome back to hatbox. welcome back hatbox how are you uh, doing great how are you guys happy new year Happy New Year to you. Uh, as we spoke about before pre-show, uh, Hatbox is very, very, very excited because his Tide won again. I think they finally yeah, had their first 10 win season. We beat Oh Wish again. <laughs> yep. Michigan. So I, th- Michigan. I think that puts us up in the uh, series against them. So eat that, Michigan fans. That's right. One or two that might be listening. <laughs> now, wait a minute. We may have a few more. 
it does. Oh, you have a big following in uh, Michigan. Oh yeah, we're huge in Michigan. Huge in the mitten. Okay, I, I did, sorry, sorry, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I believe Hatbox has taken a Disney cruise and a Carnival cruise. And today we're going to be talking about some of the comparison and contrast between the two. Is that right, dude? Uh, that, and that's two more cruises than I've been on and, and perhaps will ever be on. I'm, Greg, have you taken a cruise? <laughs> I, I, we have discussed it, but we've never been on one. No, I'd love to take a Disney cruise. Uh, I have taken a Carnival cruise several years ago, uh, but never a Disney cruise. We're really looking into one maybe uh, for fall break or even for Christmas uh, this coming uh, year. And so I'm, I'd love to hear more about it. Uh, again, we have some friends yeah. that take some Disney cruises occasionally. Uh, but just go ahead and start us off, Hatbox, and uh, take it where you want to go. Well, I'd like to preface this by saying that I am not a travel agent, and I do not know all the answers to you know every cruise question. I just know what we did and how we cruised. And so there's some areas that I probably can't be real helpful on, uh, but I think what I can be helpful on probably aligns with with y'all uh, and what y'all would do in a cruise. It's my guess, my guess. Uh, but um, do you have uh, Disney Plus? Yes. Have you been watching uh, Forecast a Question? <laughs> uh, that, I've, I've seen one, one or twice. Okay. I've well, seen you, the what no one. Well, you can just assume like we're Forky and we're asking you what what is cruise? What is cruise? So I mean. <laughs> Because we are we're clueless on what a cruise is, so whatever you tell us will be right, great well, knowledge. I'm, I'm, hang, I'm going to go ahead and hang up then. <laughs> what what cruise? <laughs> well, how, how did you get started? How, how did you trouble. how did you decide to go on a cruise? What started you on that? Uh, my mother-in-law has has cruised. I've always wanted was interested in cruises. It sounds like a a method of transportation that I would like. You sit around and eat, and the, the, the boat takes you places, right? Hey. So, that sounds good to me. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. uh, so I never had, I haven't done it uh, up until last year, and but my mother-in-law was real big on it. She has been involved in all of our uh, Disney trips um, to Disney World, and, uh, and so we, leading up to that, and so she said, you know, we've kind of done the Disney thing, and I'm, and I, you know, we've done it a couple times. I'm probably out on that, doing the Disney World parks again. But why don't we do like a cruise? And so we looked around, and I, for that cruise, we just decided, let's do the Disney one. And um, so what I'm kind of comparing, my experiences are just two cruises. Uh, the first is probably one of the most taken Disney cruises, and that is the, well, we went on the Dream, and it was out of uh, Fort Canaveral. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people do that one right there by Orlando, and it was like the three-day itinerary, I believe. Um, and then the other, what I'm comparing, what we just—that was in May of 2018—and mm-hmm. then what we just went on at Thanksgiving was a like a five-day itinerary on a Carnival out of Miami, and that was the largest ship in the Carnival fleet, the Horizon. There, there's also the Vista, their sister ships or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it had the most amenities. Um, and then it had a great itinerary. Uh, so the itinerary for the Disney was a uh, it was um, Nassau, Castaway Key, and then a day on the ship. And then the Carnival itinerary was a day on the ship, uh, and then Ochos Rios, Jamaica, Grand Cayman, and Cozumel, and then another day on the ship to come back. And wow. uh, they were both fa- they were both fabulous. And so I, 
um, I was a little biased going into Carnival, having done the Disney first, I think. Right. Uh, but I'll, I'll try to not to be too biased in, in, in my information. <laughs> well, so, if, if, the two if, so, so I'm kind of comparing probably the Disney cruise that most people go on to the best, one of the best that Carnival has that, that's still like not an exotic cruise. Right. But it's one that's accessible to most people and it's, it's reasonably priced. But at the, um, the Disney at, one is about about the most reasonably priced as you're going to get that that three day out of out of Port Canaveral. Right, again, good. I'm not a travel agent, so and I'm not going to I haven't rerun my numbers any, <laughs> or anything like that. So I don't have I don't have like numbers to share or spreadsheet to break down or sure. anything. Sure. But. but at the same time, it's it's the best that Carnival has to offer. But Disney is technically, from a lot of people say, is the best cruise line to use. Right, yeah. So, There's a lot of people that will d- definitely defend that stance. I don't. I don't think sure. they're too terribly out of line, maybe with one another. If Carnival can meet Disney's right reputation, well, Headlocks, as far as Bill's, that's fine. Is Bill fine? That's fine. Okay. As, as far as the two, just look at them. I, I, I can, I can guess what the answer is, but as far as ambiance, the way it's set up, the way it just draws you in. Which ship would is the is gets the higher marks? Uh, I think Disney gets the higher marks. Um, the uh, the dream when you walk in, you've got a grand staircase. Uh, like I think you would probably imagine for most cruise ships of a, like a bygone era. Right. A lot of wood, huge, wide staircase that spirals up, um, and then it has nautical theming uh more so to it whereas like the uh, the horizon we were on and it's a really big room that you enter into Mm -hmm. the horizon atrium that you come into is more modern and it has a it has a staircase but it's like glass and it's smaller it's not as huge and wide and goes up to the you know second third floors and but uh in the middle of it is like a bar and a um uh, it's hard to describe, but it's like this funnel thing that goes up. It's a digital screen. It's really cool. And they, every time you walk through there, there's going to be something different on there. And it may be kind of set to whatever the mood of the day is, music and things like that. Um, but it, it is kind of weird that there's like a bar there. It's, so every opportunity that, you know, on the ship that you can find on Carnival, there's a bar. But uh, <laughs> it, it, Disney's atrium is, is like wide open because they have dance parties there, like character parties and stuff going on there a couple times a day. Um, so it's more of an event area when you walk in. So I would say that like Disney is more impressive. Like, uh, and, and I guess it just depends on what what type of feel you're looking for. Uh, if you want the more, if you want to feel like you're in a brand new ship and it's uh, you know it's modern, then Carnival wins. If you want to feel like you're um, back in the lap of like luxury of uh, uh, the golden age of steamships or something, then um, and have that kind of nostalgic feel which you know disney is all about the nostalgia they have really captured that there was a really good episode uh they talked about that on the imagineering show on disney plus right Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. about the design on that that's really cool and i would encourage anybody to go look at that and uh and and watch that and that that may even push you over the edge if you're ready to drop the the scrooge mcduck bag of money to go on the (laughs) disney cruise Well, well since you say that roughly what i mean you don't we don't have to know exactly, but roughly, what's the cost for each? Well, you know, I just pulled it up online, and it kind of shocked me. But um, like, I read that on average, if you compare sailing to sailing, like 
Uh, Disney is about eight times higher than Carnival, per, wow. like per person. Um, so, uh, I think you're probably going to go on a, uh, and I, I, I don't quote me on this, you know, but I think about a three three day cruise like I did, like we did back in May, um, during a comparable you know comparable time frames or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're like a family of, if you can fit into one room, you're probably looking at about I'd say three grand. For that cruise, that probably at best for like a, the three-day cruise, and then you could probably do a week-long cruise for that. Same family type, if you can fit into one room, a five-person room, um, a four or five-person room, you're probably looking at about the same amount of money, but you're getting a couple extra days. Right. I think it's a so lot. I say, I, no. I, yeah, I, we went at Thanksgiving, which made that more expensive sure. uh, on the carnival. But I think if we had gone at a comp- kind of a comparable time, although I don't think May is, is a cheap month to go either, because you know it's just like the park. If school's out, they jack the prices up, and the, you know they're they're awesome at being a business. But you know both both crew, all the cruise lines they you know raise lower prices just depending on uh, the the demand. And and what you're saying sounds a lot like just going on a Disney World vacation compared to say going somewhere else. You can go somewhere else for a longer period of time. Uh, for the same amount of money, but at the same time, the quality of service, um, the entertainment that you're getting, even the food quality on a Disney cruise uh, out, outweighs that for a lot of people. So I, I think it's it's a good comparison. Cruising with Disney compared to another cruise line is very much like taking a Disney World vacation compared to you know going going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I don't think the drop off is, is as steep as like. Um Disney to Universal, and, and I, I would I would say Norwegian is like the Universal of cruise lines. Uh-huh. I'm saying Disney is the best, and then like Carnival is like what the Six Flags. The drop off is definitely not that steep, uh, but um, because we we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves on the Carnival and thought the food was was uh, was good. I'd say the Disney food was great, um, in, in in part. For what what they did, um, we had we had some fantastic food on the carnival too. We had uh, we had some not so great food too. I, I don't think anything missed. Um, but in in either case, if you're in the di- if you're in the dining room situation and you don't like what you you got, you can immediately pretty much grab your waiter on either on either one and say, you know, I really want to try that other entree. I want to uh-huh. do something different. This is not if you if you've stretched your limits. Like I got escargot one night, and that was a step out. And I had I had one of the one or two of those. I'd had it before, but mm, I, you know I had one or two of those guys, and I was like, you know, I might just want something different, and we might just want to push this to the other side of the table. <laughs> but that, and that that was on the Disney. It was it was good, I guess, for what it was, but it was just not my thing. But this card, you don't. can always do that and find find something different. <laughs> uh, we were disappointed on the Carnival Cruise cause with the Thanksgiving dinner. It was not the it was not the Southern feast that we were used to. It was not the cornbread dressing. The turkey was a little bit too dry. Cream you know, things sauce. like that. It had not been injected and fried like we're used to. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we were kind of disappointed. The sweet potatoes, there were no pecans and no marshmallows on top. Ooh. It just blew my a, mind. Well, that's I was like, not a sweet potato. What happened? There must be a mistake. But he said, no, this is how we prepare them. So, but they were preparing food for like 4,900 guests. So, uh, <laughs> I guess they can't always cater to the southern just like Grandma on, did. On I mean, ship, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they love and cared. They, they, they had to give to those 110 turkeys that they, they said they cooked. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we were disappointed in that. My wife, I think, I think, 
her and uh, the other lady, they may have swapped over to steaks after uh, getting a look at the, the Thanksgiving plate that night. But other than that, we we uh, we enjoy pretty much enjoyed our food on the carnival. That's good. So tell us uh, a little buffets bit. On, on either one, uh, uh, I'll just say the buffets on the carnival it seemed like it was more accessible. If we want to keep hitting food for just a second, the buffets on the carnival seemed like they're a little more had uh, the out, few more hours. Uh, my kids didn't really seem to like the buffets too much. There were things on them on there for for them. I think the Disney one had like the food the kids enjoyed more on on that on the buffet there on the ship on the Disney ship. But uh, the other thing that the carnival really killed with was the the uh, Guy Fieri food, the the Guy Fieri burger joint on the ship. Our kids and uh, it was us and another couple. They ate tons of those burgers and they were awesome. Uh, they were legit and then they had a they had like a taco uh bar too and this these were open uh for lunch uh kind of uh, quite a few hours during the day almost up till dinner time and then there was a pizza that was open all all the time and disney has similar similar things they have they have like a place where you can get burgers chicken and stuff that's open for a number of hours during the day when you're on the pool deck and you just go over there and grab it um but man the guy fieri's burger place was great and he had a uh, a barbecue place on this ship and it was open during lunch but at night you could come back and pay uh for some a little more upscale features like ribs and stuff during the day it was more like just full barbecue and i would say i was i was uh i had my I, my i was skeptic you know a little bit skeptical about the barbecue on a, on a cruise ship but uh, it was pretty good uh you know being from alabama that's like something we eat on a weekly basis oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and uh it, it's part of our diet down here and uh <laughs> so i was skeptical but it it was it was good and and my uh you know brother-in-law he was he agreed you know that okay yeah it's, it, it is pretty good everybody raves about it and uh wow so we we enjoyed the guy fieri stuff and the blue guana i think is the other thing i think those those were standouts for from the kids perspective and from the adults for the for the for the uh buffet type food that's all that's accessible during the day, but I say the dining at night, hands down, the Disney Disney wins that. The staff, we, they made sure to put us with our same weight staff every now and the Disney, and they did magic tricks that blew our kids' minds. And it was really, it was like having a little show along with your dinner, which is always, always awesome. And we had the same ones every night. Now the carnival, um, we didn't always have the same ones. We were on like the anytime dining, and but we, but towards the end of the, into the cruise, we found a, a pair of waiters that we liked, and we tried to request them we had to wait a little longer um and that's the other thing on the disney cruise we didn't have to wait we had a set time but on the on a carnival we didn't so barbecue uh, so we had to sometimes we'd check in barbecue all you wait. can eat food and magic tricks where i where do i sign up craig is so I'm, I'm you I'm said in. magic tricks in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is craig's perfect why, job. Have, why have i not been on a cruise before you gotta you gotta go work for them and you didn't hate at any point you didn't have to run around the deck and do some laps or anything did you I mean that was no. They didn't. They didn't make us do any kind of exercise at all. I, I'm uh, sold. I mean, how did I get? Just, you could just sit, you could just sit in the lounger, and then the guy would just come and roll you around if you needed to. <laughs> no, there was, you didn't do that. But oh man, <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. That's I'm I'm going on a cruise, guys. I'm never going back to Disney. I'm going on a cruise from here on. <laughs> just every time. That's awesome. <laughs> so just a rough itinerary. What you did um, the three days and the five days. Uh, so on the Disney, we uh, we. Went to Nassau on the first day, so it's like boom. You just like show up, and you we had balconies, and you just look at the balcony, and you're just pulling into this beautiful island. 
uh, it's, I hadn't done that before. It was, it was kind of crazy. And you just sit there on your deck, and you can order room service, breakfast in the room if you want, and you can get that, and then you can go eat in the buffet. <laughs> or, or the dining room. Yes. For that. You can do all three. Uh, you can have coffee and pastries and then, you know, whatever. So we're sitting there having a cup of coffee that's been delivered to your room, hadn't got, hadn't just rolled out of bed, went to the went to the deck and, you know, got your cup of coffee and you can watch your uh, ship roll in and get to this beautiful island. Uh, now, I think staying on the ship is a great thing to do. And I kind of wish we had with just a three-day itinerary. But uh, we had booked a, um, a private uh, boat tour of Nassau, which was uh, economical, um, a lot less expensive than than some of the the, the uh, Disney uh, excursions, mm-hmm. and so we did a little tour. We swam with some turtles. We got off at, a, at an island where nobody else was around. It was just us, and walked along the beach and swam a little bit, and then we and we hit a little snorkel spot, and it was about uh, like a three-hour tour. You know, Gilligan was there, and, all. and uh, we came back <laughs> to the boat. And, uh, you know, in the afternoon, it was, we walked around the market a little bit there in Nassau and we got back on the boat. Um, then uh, the next day, we uh, hit uh, Castaway Key. Um, and that, that's like probably, if I, if I had a great memory, that's probably a podcast in itself. So I will not try to run long on that. I will just say it's the most fantastic thing that I have ever done was go to Castaway Key. It beats out almost any other uh, vacation experience. Wow. Um, you get off. You get off the boat. Um, there's there's the food there. Um, the buffet cranks up around lunchtime. Keeps on going. They uh, make sure they have the uh, nonstop ice cream and sodas and drinks at the at the buffet the whole time you're on the island. Um, there's tons of activities to do. Uh, there's a humongous water slide out in the ocean. Uh, the, the beach is the widest sand, and, and I'm used to, you know, I, we go down to the Gulf, and, and that where they, I think they haul in the sand there some, but it's got white sand like a Destin. This is the whitest sand I've ever seen. It's the bluest water I've ever seen. Now, it was a little cold. It was May, and it was, the water was a little cold, but, but uh, I'm not going to knock off any points for that. But it is like, they have planted all, all, all these uh, beautiful plants and everything, so it's kind of an arid island, so you're not in the jungle, like, sweating. Um, it's nice and breezy, but... They planted a lot of palm trees and all this and everything, and made the area. It's like themed out like a theme park. Except you're you're walking on the sand bare feet, and you know you go grab a chair and just relax. You get a drink if you want it. There's little shops to shop in, and you can drop your kids off at the kids club and not see them the rest of the day if you want to. <laughs> and you will cut, and you will come back, and they will have the biggest smiles on their faces, and they'll say, they'll say, Dad. Why didn't you drop us off earlier? We should have came here when we first got on the island. And you said yes, and they we should have. Tre- they went on treasure hunts. They went. They did all this stuff, crazy stuff, while we were out relaxing. My wife and I went on a bike ride. We went over to the adult side of the island and relaxed over there a little bit. Had us got us a little, um, a little fruity drink, and you know, just had a great time. I mean, it was the most, that was like the, the perfect day, uh, vacation day. It was it was really relaxing. Then got back on the boat. Uh, and then we had a day at sea, which was cool. So we actually got to enjoy the boat. Um, I wish we had done some of the things like the uh, midship detective agency. I, re- I feel like I really missed out doing that. Um, it's one of the, you know, it's like a, a game you can play on the ship where you interactive screens, the pictures change, uh, and do interactive things. And we did not get to do that. Um, but, uh, there's, uh, there's so much going on. Um, but yeah, we had the day at sea to enjoy. And then you come back into port and you just cry. 
and you get off and they, <laughs> and they push you off the ship. So that's no different from, you know, leaving Disney World. It's the same effect. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, there's no... We, we had a tragical express. We had to, we had it one that took us back to the airport, and we cried all the way. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that was the Disney, the Carnival. Um, a little more prepared this time. Uh, knew what we were a little more doing, but so we, we booked a little longer cruise. First day was on the ship. Uh, oh, tons of stuff to enjoy on that ship too, uh, on the horizon. Um, <clears throat> second day was Ocho Rios. We did uh, Duns River Falls, where you climb this giant waterfall thing. And uh, there's a crazy Jamaican screaming at you the whole time and filming you. <laughs> and then he, he gets you to buy the $40 DVD afterwards because he's so hilarious. And uh, so that was that was cool. Um, you hold hands and you go up this waterfall and there's parts where you think, I don't think I can make it. But uh, they, they scrub that thing down with metal brushes every day so it's not slick. And it's a, it takes about an hour or two. It's still a big wow. waterfall you're climbing. It's, it's a really cool experience. I'd recommend it. Then we did the, uh, we swam with dolphins. Um, we did like the cheapest swim you could do, and then they want to sell you like this really expensive photo package afterwards. It's like twice as much as what you paid to swim with the dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's always awesome when they try to jab you at the end. Um, but so swam the dolphins. That was fun. And then uh, we uh, did a little shopping, and then that was the end of that day. And then the next day was Grand Cayman, and which we had originally planned not to do anything, but we had such a good time doing the excursions the day before we went to the carnival desk on the ship and said oh, we want to book something for Grand Cayman so we ended up doing they have a turtle center there with tur- where they breed sea turtles and so we went and saw that and uh, you, you can get in the tanks with the little babies and, and kind of hold them and play with them a little bit nothing too rough just barely touch them really but um, and then they have tanks with the, with the huge turtles in them that was cool to get up, like, get up close to them and then we did a, a stingray swim where they you go out on a boat and the sea was pretty rough that day it was pretty choppy um, so we had a little bit of city sickness, uh, get to the kids and things, but when you got out there, you get to the sandbar and the stingrays are just huge and they're swimming around you and the, the crazy people that, uh, the, the deckhands on the boat get out there and they pick the stingrays up and they'll plop them down on your back and <laughs> let you give them kisses and they're just flopping around everywhere and how they're not, how they're not stinging the heck out of people, I don't know. But I had my GoPro and I had my snorkel mask and stuff and I was going on the water and they're just swimming around. Uh, big ones, little ones, you know, they're just going between your legs. It's, it's crazy. But anyway, that's the stingray thing. And then uh, uh, we did it. Let's see. We just pretty much that took up the whole day. So we went back to the boat uh, the third day. Uh, we were pretty wore out, but uh, we had be- we had booked just a beach trip, beach excursion thing in Cozumel. And um, I, I didn't know what to think about what think ahead of time exactly about Cozumel, but I was pretty blown away by the market. I think if you just got off and explored the market inside the port, it's really huge. The port is really huge, and they have a lot of sh- great shops in there. Um, you're not going to get your like uh, low, low prices to haggle down. They don't haggle in the in the port. They know they got your money, um, you know, because they got plenty of tourists coming through. Because it's real safe right there in, before you exit the port. There's lots of security and everything. But the, that port shops are cool. Anyway, we we got on. We did a beach excursion. It's probably about uh, a 20 minute little ride bus ride away. We booked everything to Carnival this time. And uh, because their prices really weren't that much different from the private tours. Uh, and we go out to a beach, and it was a really cheap excursion. And we found out why, because the drinks are, were like, uh, it was like theme park food. It's about twice of what you normally pay, drinks and food at the place. But that was cool. Anyway, we had, we had lounge chairs and stuff by the beach, and we got out in the water and snorkeled a little bit. It was rocky, but we found like a starfish and a sea urchin, and there was some wildlife and fish to look at. And 
So it, it wasn't anything amazing, totally amazing, but it was a good good enough to keep the kids occupied and uh, you know get out in the water and lay on the beach and there was hammocks and a pool and and so we we enjoyed that stayed there for a couple hours and then we went back and shop finished off the shopping a little bit and and then the last day was a uh a day on the ship so we we redid our favorite things and had a lot of pool time and laid around and went back by all the places we enjoyed eating the last couple days and redid a lot of things tried some new things and then we're that was the end of that cruise that how can you kind of compare maybe the the onboard entertainment a little bit yeah i'd say yeah if you want to go big with the we'll start with like the main entertainment at night uh you know the disney has i think two out of the three nights they had a large at least they had a large stage show in their huge yeah it's a massive auditorium um and it, it beautifully like wood paneled auditorium um and it you know it's themed with the rest of the ship uh and they had they had just changed over to a new show for beauty and the beast and uh it was pretty phenomenal lots of they had screens on the back that they used that that changed like they were where they'd be in the forest and they would start running and the screens would like move with them to look like they were actually going somewhere <laughs> And it would shift around, and lots of special effects, and it was like a, a near near Broadway um, production. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a Broadway show. Uh, just to preface that, but it was as good as close to Broadway as I may ever come. <laughs> but uh, uh, it was it was fantastic. Uh, but anyway, they had so they, the shows we saw were great, um, and it really really blew us away. And they were they were a total family affair. We had the grandparents, the, us, and the grandkids, and and it was it was a complete you know everybody enjoyed it and even granddad you know enjoyed it and uh bless his heart and uh, we had uh you know it's always great to have have your wonderful dinner with family and then you go to the show and everybody enjoys it so i think the disney wins out all night uh plus they had the pirate night and um uh so that i think that was the night they didn't have a big show but uh, uh in the in the um the main auditorium but they did have the show uh, up on the top deck where you had um, uh, Jack Sparrow and yes, perfect. Greg does it, but uh, <laughs> he comes out and swings around and uh, all this pirate action, lots of sword fighting. We made sure to get up front, and we were like really into that. Then they had like pirate pirate dance party. You know, Disney has to have a dance party. Pirate dance party afterwards, and then after that was like the pirate buffet, and had the giant turkey legs on the buffet, and our kids loved all of that. And we dressed up, took pictures with Pirate Mickey, and it was just a full, that was just like a bam, 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 you know, something every minute of that night. The grandparents could not keep up. They couldn't hang. We lost we lost them somewhere, and we could not get them to use the uh, messenger. They couldn't use the messenger on the phone, right, for some reason. I think it was just an age gap thing, but we lost them somewhere. I don't know that they ever caught up again. We saw them the next morning, I think. But, uh, but yeah, we stayed up and went to, like, the midnight buffet for the pirate buffet, and, oh, gosh, the kids love the heck out of that and the fireworks at night and that was that was really cool that was uh exceptional um as far as entertainment goes but you know they do that every cruise so i kind of get the feeling that people have done that you know if you do disney cruises a couple times you're like oh yeah pirate night yay (laughs) but uh the first the first time what was was pretty pretty awesome it was exciting and then the uh the carnival the, they had uh, out of the five nights, they had three nights that were 
they had a song and dance uh, group, I guess you would say, in a way. that They had stage performers and they had um, the stage act that did three shows. And uh, they were all based, they were all just musicals, but, uh, but they were themed, but used um, mainly contemporary music. And so they had some exceptional performers that were could dance and could sing. And um, so whereas Disney is you're watching a story like Beauty and the Beast, this was uh, a show where like one of them was a 1920s nightclub. And but but they're using music from then and from today, kind of mixing it together. And um, and 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 again, they have special some special effects, not as much as Disney, I'd say. But they do have the they do have the screens that change. They have a lot of props that they bring out, and it's a it's about a group of you're going to see the same 20 people every night. I guess is about what it is maybe maybe 15 or so uh, ladies and guys dancing and singing, and about about half of those sing, and about and then, and then the other half just they just dance. Uh, and then they had um, another one that's called Spellbound that was um, it was sort of set as like in. Um, I kind of had a New Orleans vibe of voodoo, magic mm-hmm. kind of vibe. And it had a lot of uh, soul, mostly soul music. And it was it was really awesome. Uh, and so you had like a guy that was dressed up like kind of like Dr. Facilier, but he was, you know, the voodoo king or, you know, voodoo wizard or whatever. And he had the skull face and all top hat and all that. And uh, then you had another lady that was dressed up like a um, like a voodoo queen. And they uh, kind of battled each other, but they were also kind of in love. And he had a—he would bring a jar out of his jacket and reach up and put it next to different items and the different screens. And then, like these ghosts, and uh, of course, you know, I like this because I went to—I uh, uh, geeked out on this because you know I went to HHN and like like all this uh, creepy stuff. But like it would come down into the jar, and then he pulled the jar away from whatever it was, and the jar would light up. You know, it just had a light in it that he clicked. I know that. But it looked, it looked cool, and uh, and then he had his little potion to go do whatever he's going to do with it. So that was that was another show. And then another show was Celestial Strings, and it was way out there. It was uh, it had three violinists on the ship that you'd see playing elsewhere at different times. Um, but they brought the violinists out, and they just went to town. And, and it, again, it was like some classical music and some uh, for that, and, and then a lot of contemporary music they mixed in. And, of course, our kids went to all these with us. And the dancers were slot, sometimes kind of scantily clad, but all of our kids are like eight and up, so they kind of handled it okay. The uh, tweens were a little, they were a little awkward about it, but they're awkward about everything, right? <laughs> um, so they, they, uh, but the, but they enjoyed it too, especially when they started hitting the songs that they knew. They were like, oh man, that's cool. And uh, so they enjoyed it along with us. And uh, I thought it was exceptionally done. Um, and I just didn't know what to expect, so... Uh, we, and the other, one of the other shows they did was Hasbro Game Night, and oh my gosh, the kids love that. Um, and it was uh, all these mashup of Hasbro games, and they brought people out of the audience to play these gigantic games. It was like Connect Four basketball, and it was, but it was life size uh, Connect Four with basketballs. Oh, cool! Um, and then they had like Simon, uh, what is that? The Simon game where you have to change bricks to colors, except these bricks were huge. And you had like to smash these big buttons on them, and so my uh, brother-in-law got to go up and play that game on stage. And then they had like an ATM that everybody—if you're a winner in the little games—you got to grab a card. And then if you made it to the end, you got to put your card in and see how much like uh, stuff it spit out. Um, it was like fake money. And then they got some like some prizes, some Hasbro like 
prizes and stuff. Nobody won big or anything. But if you want to win big, you got to go to the casino or play bingo. <laughs> you know, the gambling was a much bigger thing on the carnival, right? But uh, one thing I will say about carnival in general, and it may be just a longer cruise in general, like, I didn't feel, like, I saw, like, the cruise director on Disney a couple times, but I couldn't tell you her name. And of course, that has been, has been a, a year and a half or so since that cruise. But the cruise director on the Horizon, his name was Mike. And there was a guy named Gerald, and there was Dalla Dalla Danielle, and there was Al Vincible, and these were people all on the fun crew. But I, we can remember their names, and they were, we had memorable interactions. They were always there when we got off the ship and got back on, saying, hey, how you doing? You doing all right? You know, and when we got off the ship, Mike was there, like, saying goodbye to everybody, and uh, he was a uh, British guy and, um, and uh, had an awesome accent, and he was, he was there for every show and, and everything we were doing. Uh, you know, any big event, he was there. He he hosted, along with the, some of the other fun crew, the different games uh, on the deck, the pool deck, which we were trying to remember. We couldn't remember any, like, the pool deck games. They had, like, um, some some games on the, on the on the pool deck that we missed the Harry Chess, uh, you know, competition, but they had stuff like that. And one was the, like, lifting battle, and it was hilarious. The pe- yeah. stuff people were, would do to try to make it to the final round of the lifting battle. And there was a kid, one of the, it, this is carnival now, there was a kid with autism that he was probably an older teenager and he got recruited to be in the lip sync battle. Uh, and uh, everybody just cheered as hard as they could for him. And it, I mean, it was really extremely heartwarming. And they actually, he, he was not he was not the best performer just if you're just going to go on performance sake but but he went to the he went and won the final like round and then him and his mom decided that they would co-share that with it with the guy who really should have won you know what i mean and it yeah. was it was really cool That's uh, kind of like some disney down. magic yeah it was it was a little bit but um so that so that's the uh, shows um you guys have any questions on that no, I don't think so. We've touched on food and your itinerary and kind of onboard stuff. What about, I guess one last thing we could talk about maybe is maybe the room styles. Or do they very much yeah. in between the two companies? Um, from what I saw, not a lot. I know that one big thing on the, on the Disney is that, and we're talking, if you're cruising with me, you're, you're going to be staying in um, the, 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 uh, the budget accommodations, let's say. Sure. So we had one interior. We had one interior room, and we had a couple of uh, balcony rooms, um, but they weren't like suites or anything, and they weren't up in the spa deck or different things. Uh, the, the Horizon had a thing called the Havana deck, which had its own pool, and it was like Cuban themed. It was really cool looking, but you could uh, what I could see of it because uh, the guys wouldn't, people wouldn't let me in. There's like gar- people guarding the doors, um, <laughs> but uh, they wouldn't let the riffraff like me in. But uh, the DVC renters were not allowed. Um, Travesty. <laughs> but they, uh, sadly. Uh, but the, Disney has these curtains you can pull across to almost like curtain your kids off if they need, you know, uh, if you want to watch TV or something or and keep them separated, uh, you know, give them, make their area of the room a little darker or whatever, whatever you need to do. Or if they have a night light and you don't want that on your side, you can, they got the curtains you can kind of, um, used to do that, uh, but I think from what I've seen, that you know they're pretty they're pretty comp- comparable. I think uh, depending on what ship you are on what cruise line, you might your normal cabin might be a little bigger, a little smaller. I think we're all we're talking about one about 180 feet in general. 
So it's tight. Mm. Uh, put those suitcases under the bed. That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> it was me and three kids in one room, and then my wife and one of the other kids in the, across the hall. In the, I gave her the balcony room because it was her like 40th birthday uh, coming up, so she got the balcony. Mm. And um, but uh, yeah, it was tight in there, and I walked my head on the bed every time I got up. The oh. had bunks and <laughs> wham. Somebody was always hitting their head. Oh, oh, it was like Three Stooges the whole time we were in there. Oh, oh. So I guess it's kind of like but, uh, like actual Disney where you're just not in the room that much, so that didn't matter a whole lot. Oh, my gosh, yes. We came in there to change for dinner, um, and then, uh, you know, we had breakfast delivered to the room a couple times, and everybody ate, kids ate in bed. They love that. Right. Uh, but, yeah, not a, lot of, not a lot of room to hang out in, in that interior room when you got uh, two sets of bunks. But uh, the... Uh, so the Disney felt roomier to me, but it was it was just because we had um, the way the way we had the rooms laid out. We had more balconies on that ship um, instead of a, instead of a balcony in the interior room. I see. Uh, the one thing we had talked about is, is what's available on deck on both of those ships on your on your Lido deck, which is uh, or your um, all your like pools and water slides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we, were, we were on the dream going out of Port Canaveral on the Disney. And it had, to my to my recollection, it had a spiral slide uh, that was seemed like a Mickey Mouse. And it was it was pretty tall. I think he got like three or four turns out of it. But it it, it didn't meander at all out of the spiral, if I remember right. And um, so kids kids that's, kids were good with that. And there's a little there was a water play area and things. And it was it was small but i think they had it divided off one for like itty bitties too which um didn't apply to us but um and then they had the aqueduct which was insanely fun and we rode that as many times as we could and we even went up there one night when it was kind of cold and rainy nobody else was up there and just rode it and rode it and rode it um which is incredible considering you know there's thousands of people on this ship where are they what what are we missing to be up here doing this but we were the only ones up there riding the aqueduct so um that was that was cool. Uh, it's a two-man raft. You get in, so it's something you, you know you experience it with one of your kids, which is which is always cool. So I rode it like with every one of mine a couple times, you know, and and uh, that's a fun. That's a, that's definitely a a, a a thing there to do. And the uh, the pools on both ships are about the same. You're going to have these tiny little pools with all kinds of people crammed in. It doesn't really appeal to uh, adults too much. The kids still. They just like to be in the water, so they're okay with that. Now, the Disney did have a like secret um, uh, adult uh, only area, kind of that was in this little alcove that had a had a nice sized little pool. You're not gonna swim laps in it or anything, but there's no kids in it, and so mm-hmm. that makes me feel a little better about nobody's peed in this pool. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> uh, uh, big maybe, but. They, uh, but it, it has a uh, it has a little float up bar and area and, and stuff attached to it. The, the Carnival Horizon they had that for if you're that like I said that Havana guest had that kind of deal. Uh, it wasn't adults only, but you're probably going to get less kids down there. Um, but they but in their adults only area they just had two two big uh, hot tubs on the on the sides. Um, the Disney had had those too, but they also had that that smaller that uh that extra pool for the adults. So we, we snuck up there one day on the Disney cruise. And man, three days on that cruise, it was not enough time to get to enjoy everything on that ship. Um, if you can go longer, do it. If you you know, or or skip going. If you go to go to um, somewhere that an island that you don't doesn't really appeal to you, uh, stay on the ship and do the, and do the things on the ship because uh, you're paying for that, and you you need to enjoy those things for sure. 
Um, and so we had two days on the carnival at sea, so I felt a little bit better that we got to explore a little more and, and do some more of those things. Carnival had, um, oh, okay, Carnival had uh, Dr. Seuss-themed stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the Dr. Seuss-themed huge kids area with a gigantic bucket dump and play area, and they had two. They had a tube slide. It's just a single-person tube slide, but it, it was long. It was slow, but it was long. I mean, you went around curve after curve, and... Um, so whereas the, the Disney one was just like, you know, probably like a 20 second slide. This was probably like took a minute to get down it. And, uh, and then they had, they had another one that was like an enclosed slide. And again, it was fast, but it was pretty long too. And it wasn't just, a, it, it meandered something. It wasn't just like uh, a corkscrew and you're done. Right. But, uh, so you had those two slides and then, but, you, but nothing to compare to the aqueduct. Nothing, no, nothing compares to the aqueduct ride. Um, it is it is so cool it is so cool but uh, they do have the uh, these bikes that are suspended that you get in there's two of them you can kind of race the other person it's called sky ride oh cool and it doesn't look like a bike exactly but it looks like this futuristic um, sort of like a Tron motorcycle or something you get in you're sitting in the middle of it uh, of this oval shaped thing and it's it's suspended and it doesn't go out over the ship but it's darn near clear enough. And the, the funniest thing was one day we were sitting on the, we were, we liked the back of the ship. There's a pool at the back of the ship on the horizon. And we hung out a lot back there and it was quiet back there. And you're, you can stare off the back of the ship at the, at the churning of the water and all that goodness. And, um, but there's a guy that came around. It was real windy this last day of the cruise. And we were just chugging along trying to get back to Miami, right? And this guy comes along and he's a little skinny dude. And he comes down the little hill that, that you have on the sky ride and he gets to the back of the ship, you know, and we can see him coming through. And then he gets about halfway across, and then the wind starts pushing him back. And he tries again and starts pushing him back again. And he tries a third time, it pushes him back. And then finally, he, he gets a break in the in the uh, in the wind, and he just hurries, he's pedaling as fast as he can. He gets and he gets it around the thing, and everybody cheers and holds up their drinks and yay! And uh, so that was that was pretty funny. But uh, they have that, which is cool. Kids did that a bunch. I, I did it like one time, and but it, it had a weight. Um, Everything is going to have a weight, right? To some, to some degree, especially during the middle of the day. Um, and then uh, there's a ropes course where you get in a harness, hook yourself up, and there's all kinds. Of, and there's these uh, uh, beams to walk across, ropes to walk across, and it was scary as heck for somebody who doesn't like heights. And you're on this ship, and the ship's moving, and there's wind, and you're moving, and the ropes are moving, and every, you know, and you're hopping across this stuff. And sometimes all you have to hold on to is the rope that's suspended above you, and you're I was just clinging on that for dear life. The first time around was scary. The second time was fun. Um, my kids did that a bunch too. Um, you can kind of they let you kind of go around once or like twice, I think. And then you gotta unlatch and get back in line and and wait again. But the lines were never too long for that. Uh, so that was something that was unique to that ship. Um, and of course, both of them had sports deck with putt putt, pool, um, you know, and different things like that. Uh, shuffleboard, exercise equipment. Um, basketball. Uh, they had a volleyball tournament one day on the horizon, um, and uh, you know different different things like that. Uh, that was I'd say that's all pretty comparable. Um, the uh, Disney ship had your character breakfast. I think one day, I, which we didn't partake. I think it was a, a, a substantial extra charge, um, and you had to get signed up for it. And like all Disney things, if you don't sign up in time, you don't make it. You don't get on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think we missed out on that. Our kids, uh, you know, are, are a little older, so they, um, we had we had plenty of character time. You know, meeting characters. We met 
Woody and Stitch and and several versions of Mickey in different outfits and Goofy and Pluto and you know everybody. We met all kinds of. It wasn't we weren't on a Marvel or Star Wars. That's a whole another different thing, right? We were just on the on the plane, Jane. When we we met plenty of characters. Uh, we met Jack Sparrow on the island. <laughs> uh, so plenty of characters. I mean, he was awesome. He was awesome. You, you could have talked to him all day long. But uh, well, we, I, uh, it, I think you've left our heads spinning here. I mean, you've uh, so many things. Like I said, I, I, it's one of those things that I'm very intrigued. We've talked about going on a cruise over and over, and I think you have sold me now on uh, definitely a Disney cruise. And I think uh, the sounds like the carnival is a great deal. But again, again, if you're in love with Disney, kind of the the Disney just draws you in. Plus, I like like you said the smaller oh, boat, sure, yeah. a little more intimate and a little bit. Uh, uh, and, and Castaway K, I mean, you can't can't pass that up. Sounds like no, it's it, 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 Castaway K is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, man, sorry. Um, but for, as far as the kids go, I think Disney wins. But you do have you do have the Dr. Seuss breakfast. The Dr. Seuss characters are around. Um, the kids clubs on the Disney are fan are the the uh, theming are incredible. They had the Millennium Falcon before, before before there was ever Smuggler's Run. You could go on the Disney cruise and sit in the in the cabin of the Millennium Falcon. I mean, you wow. guys know that. No, I'd heard I that. I'd I'd heard that on another podcast. Uh, actually, I did not know that. Yeah, it, it it was it was there before all these thousands of people are rushing to it at six a.m. every morning. They just gone <laughs> on Disney cruise. A lot easier. Yeah, a lot easier. A little more money. A little more money. Well, we appreciate all the great info, Hatbox, uh, and then we're going to go on to a segment we like to call Grim Grinning Greatness. And I think Derek has picked out a perfect. Grimmer's question today. At, at the beginning of the show, I started looking at all the itineraries, and I thought, what would these other guys pick for their perfect itineraries? So, what Disney cruise, not not the duration, but where specifically would you want to go? And and after looking all through all these, the one that I, I I'm going to go international. Well, I you, know a lot of these do, but there we go. You gotta let him, let uh, you gotta let Bill answer first. Oh, Bill, okay, sorry, you are the guest. Oh, do I Bill. get to go first? Yeah, yeah you, you get, get to answer you, first. I'll let you answer. I'm, I do apologize. Oh, wonderful. Well, I know. So I will. I won't go too international. So I'll, I, I want to spoil whatever your awesome answer was. <laughs> but I will say, um, uh, is there a Hawaii itinerary? Did you look at? Is, is there one for Hawaii? I believe I know, there is occasionally. Well, I, there is. Yes. Okay, yeah, it's probably like a ship changed out or something. Like right. They do. But yeah, the Hawaii would be cool. And I think it would be cool to grab it on the island, like if you could get to it, fly into Hawaii. And then, because I've talked to some other people that did other cruise lines, but then mm-hmm. you go around to the different islands. And you could, I could also figure out some way to couple that with the Disney Resort, the Alani Resort. I could I could rent DVC points there. Ooh. And... Um, and I could couple that in, so I could I could probably afford like a day or, or, or two there, maybe. <laughs> and, you know, hey, if I'm paying for the cruise, I probably can afford more than one day at the Lani, but but I'll, I'll couple a night or two in at the Lani as well, and so knock not both of those things out. But I've I've heard the the Hawaiian cruises are pretty awesome because you're still keeping that tropical, the Caribbean, you know, it's not Caribbean, but but you're still keeping that tropical relaxation vacation right. type mm-hmm. of type of feel, and. Um, and there's some really cool stuff to see and do on all the islands that uh, I, I, we we've been to Hawaii once, but um, we, it was only on Oahu. So I'd like to see the rest of the islands too. All right, Derek. I again, I 
I want to go to a little cooler weather, so I'm going to head for the Norwegian Fjords. Oh. Yeah. Um, did you say that uh, right? I Is did. That, okay. I thought you coughed or something. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Bless, bless you. But, <laughs> but that one just... That one and another one that's that I won't say, but they kind of remind me of maybe something that might be similar in case one of you guys picked the other one that I was thinking about, but... <laughs> Um, but that one so just, you're just going. To, you're just going for the frozen things, right? Just because the princess. It is. I'm, is right. I'm that, going looking for cruise. Arendelle. Looking for Finn. Yeah, I'm looking for Finn. And I wanna. <laughs> I just wanna find Arendelle and and They're, take in all its glory. That's not real. Oh, what? The rock yeah. trolls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. So that's mine. I think I'm gonna keep mine pretty simple. Uh, I want to do a uh, as I look through here. I want to do one of those five day cruises for Christmas, like just down to the oh, Caribbean, yeah. and it's yeah. a, it's a whole yeah. Christmas cruise the whole time. I mean, nothing fa- that or the or the Halloween. There's two different ones, and I think either mm-hmm. one of those would be very entertaining, and and it just kind of set the mood for that time of year. So I would I would definitely do the Christmas one to the Caribbean. I think that would be awesome. Matthew? Tom Bricker has a really good article on that. They just they just went on one. Oh, they did so the Christmas. He has, one? Some, in- he has some interesting comments Ooh. about the Christmas cruise. If y'all if y'all if y'all read that ever read that that blog, I do. I'll have to look stuff. that up. That one. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to pick one out that I know I'll never be able to afford <laughs> to go on or get my there wife go. to go on. It's the seven night British Isles cruise from Dover. <laughs> Roam the bustling streets of Dover on your round-trip escapade to a diverse collection of maritime towns. Uh, Liverpool in England. You go to Scotland, Belfast in Ireland. Wow. Um, Oh, Rachel would like that one. Yes, I would love to. I've always wanted to go tour some of those areas, see some of those sites in Europe. And so uh, I may have to, you know, take a second mortgage out to Mm -hmm. take that cruise. But I'd, I'd love to do that. Or Alaska. That was my other cruise one. to Alaska because yeah. the, the Norwegian and the Alaska, Alaska they yeah. seem like they might be similar. Uh, just yeah. looking at cooler weather, you'd have to go during warmer times of year. When I looked at this one, this one sounds like it's just too much time on a boat. Uh, you start out in uh, San Diego mm-hmm. and you go through the Panama Canal, and end up in Galveston, Texas. How That's many nights? Fourteen. I saw that they had some up <laughs> wow. to 15 nights. Jeez. What do you think, Bill? I saw, I think I saw the transatlantic ones, too. I think that's a little too much uh, time on a boat. I'm sure you get yeah, off and go to ports and things like that, but still. That's I, a, I bet there's a lot of, I bet there's a couple of days at sea there in a row. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah probably, they'd probably get tired of the same thing over and over, and there's only so many shows they can do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> I can't imagine. Get me on land. What once they burnt up the uh, the uh, the Mickey, uh, the, the Golden Mickey's and the Beauty and the Beast show, uh, you know they're, they're gonna be hurting to find 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 something else to put on. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hatbox, we appreciate uh, again you coming on and sharing some great info with us. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I didn't know how this would turn out, or if, if my memory would fail me or not, but I think it held up. A lot of good info. It did, a lot of yeah. good info. I think it, I think we'll have maybe if if anybody has questions, post them on our side, and maybe uh, we can forward those. If if you want to give a Hatbox hate a, a follow, it's at Hatbox H A I N T, and so you can give him a follow and got questions about a cruise. Uh, again, he's not a travel agent, but mm-hmm. he he can be glad to help you. I'm sure. Happy New Year, yep. everyone. Yep. Be fun. 
And as you leave, be sure to beware of the hitchhiking ghosts. And hurry back. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace, the haunting's free. So hurry back, we would like your